to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. This is Empower, the podcast that motivates you to start living your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a former lawyer turned podcast host, content creator, and now your personal hype woman. Thank you so much for joining me where we chat all about growth, goals, and living with intention. No matter how life is feeling for you today, this time is yours, so let's make it count. How are you doing? I hope you're feeling well and content and on top of everything at the moment, wherever you are. Today, we are going to have a quick chit chat about how to stop taking things so personally. And it's important because for some reason in the last few months, I've had this like active epiphany and awareness around taking things personally and the role that ego has in so many relationship breakdowns, not just intimate relationships, but any relationship in our lives. And it's funny because like I have this podcast and I feel like I have been on my own personal self-discovery, self-improvement, self-awareness journey, obviously. And if you compared me now to me five years ago or even me three years ago, one of the biggest shifts that I've noticed within myself is that it is pretty rare now for me to take things personally in the same way that I used to. And the fact that I don't, honestly hand on heart has made my life so much easier. Life is so much easier when you refuse to take things personally. And I want you to experience that same shift because you deserve it. You deserve a life that is as easy and pleasant as possible. And I want you to feel good. So as a problem solver, you've probably noticed that a lot of my episodes jump straight into the how to because I like to be solution focused. But when it comes to this issue of taking things personally, I think it's really important that we get a solid understanding of where it comes from. So why do we take things personally? I asked myself that question before I recorded this episode and I thought about the old me, the less healed version of me and the specific moments that I recall taking something really personally. And I asked myself, what was going on within me in that moment that caused such an intense reaction? Because when I take something personally, and every now and then I still do because I'm not perfect, I get defensive. I get lawyer defensive. In part, I think, to try and prove someone else wrong and make sure they know that they are wrong, but also in a desperate attempt to convince myself that they are wrong too. 
And where does it all come from? Insecurity. Every single time that I take something personally, it's because it has triggered an insecurity. And it is really as simple as that. So at the heart of it, if I want to stop taking things so personally, if I want to stop getting my feelings hurt all the time, I need to deal with my insecurities. So ask yourself the same questions as I did. Think about the times that you have taken something really personally, maybe so personally that you have lost sleep over it, or maybe it's fully consumed you, consumed your day or your week. Maybe it's really messed with your head. Ask yourself why. Why did it upset you so much? I think about the way that I am now and the way that I respond to things when previously I would have had hurt feelings, right? And there's kind of like two categories I've decided. First, there is situations where someone has said something hurtful about me or my character that is just absolutely not true, but it's hurt my feelings because it's hurtful. Or there's the other kind of situation where maybe someone has not exposed, exposed is the wrong word, has maybe brought to light in some way a flaw that I have or an area that needs improvement, irrespective of whether the message has been delivered with kindness or not. But I know that there is some truth to it and that also hurts my feelings. So those are kind of like the two situations that I can think of where my feelings have been very, very, very hurt because I have taken things personally. So for the first category... If someone calls me stupid, because that has happened, and maybe it's not something as simple as you're stupid, but like, for example, when I first started working as a lawyer, I had a coworker that told me to my face that the only reason I was in the position that I was in was because I was young and attractive and brown. In other words, I just hadn't earned my spot based on the merits of my work or my capability. Objectively false, right? Not true. And in the depths of my soul, Even back then, I knew that there was a fake story because no matter how hard this coworker would have tried to convince me that that was the case, like I just knew it wasn't true because I'm smart and I worked really hard to get to where I was at that point. And so like now I can reason through that that makes sense to me and I just don't care about it. In fact, I just feel sorry for that person because they definitely had their own problems. But back then, it upset me. And it made me question myself, even though I kind of knew it wasn't true, it still made me question myself because I wasn't as confident in who I was and in the space that I took up in the world. I certainly wasn't happy in my role um, and it was quite a negative working environment. So that comment from someone who just had no idea what they were talking about that I knew was like definitely false brought up some insecurities that I had about myself and my abilities and it created that, you know, that really intense imposter syndrome. And then there are those situations that I have been in where someone has flagged something that I need to improve on and I know that it's true. I know that it's something that I need to work on, but It's also ended up hurting my feelings because it felt like I was being forced to accept that I wasn't good enough, that I was being reminded that I'm not good enough, that I couldn't pretend to be perfect anymore. And a perfect example, and this is such a fact, like so many, you know how so many things happen in your past and you think to yourself, I'm never like I'm taking this to the grave. No one's ever going to know about this. And this is probably lower level of that, but when I was at uni and I would submit assignments like essays 
exams, long written ones, I would never read the feedback. You know how you get them returned to you with feedback? I just would not read it. I was just not open to it. I took it personally. It really hurt my feelings. (laughs) And it had nothing to do with me as a person, but it really hurt my feelings. It made me feel like I wasn't good enough. It was such a reminder to me that I wasn't perfect and I preferred to live in my little delusional world even though deep down I knew that like I wasn't perfect but it was easier to pretend that I was and again at that time I was not secure within myself or my abilities so it hurt which is so funny because now I like love feedback I need feedback it's no longer a reminder to me that I'm not good enough but rather an opportunity to be better and do better and I also understand now (laughs) now that it's not an attack on my character at all because it's got nothing to do with who I am I know who I am I know what I have to offer and I'm also self-aware enough to know that I am not perfect and that there is always room for improvement like now if I am writing a report at work and someone in my team proofs it for me and flags some things that they think can be improved I am grateful for that I'm grateful that I'm being handed an opportunity to make it better But not only that, I'm grateful because it means that I am able to pump out the highest quality work that I can. Anyways, let's quickly go over some of the things that you can do beyond the generic deal with your insecurities to make things a little bit easier for you and stop you from taking things so personally all the time. As many of you know, I have a desk bird standing desk and I love it. I am at my desk pretty much all day, most days, and hand on heart, it is one of the best investments I've ever made. And with my under desk treadmill, I can seriously hit 10,000 steps a day in less than two hours without leaving my office. So I'm not joking when I say I cannot imagine life without it now. The good people at Desk have given me a discount code, which will get you $40 off any Desk desk purchase. That code is Mihi, M-I-H-I, plus you get free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10-year one. Warranty. So make sure you head over to their website, desbird.co.nz, and check them out. The link is in the description. Get to know yourself and really know yourself. Know what your values are, what you believe in, what you won't stand for. Understand your strengths and your weaknesses. Remind yourself of these things anytime that you feel that pang in your stomach when your feelings are hurt. <laughs> That's really important. You also need to know when to speak up and be assertive, and when not to respond. There's a difference between someone being ignorant, you know, someone that needs to be checked, and may or may not appreciate being checked, but the situation justifies that you need to hold your ground and be assertive and stand up for yourself, and then someone just trying to bait you, just trying to wind you up. Perfect example of this is TikTok. Um, And I've spoken about it a little bit, but because I make content on TikTok, every now and then I will have trolls on some of my videos um, saying things that I just know for a fact I'd be trying to fight them. Five years ago, I'd be trying to fight them and just leaving really stupid comments. Yeah, I won't even get into it because they don't even deserve the airtime, but leaving comments that in the past I would have been jumping on to try and prove them wrong and make my point and make sure that they feel stupid. That's what they want. Sometimes people wind you up and people make inflammatory comments to wind you up and to get a reaction. Actually, they don't deserve it. It just gives them oxygen. 
I think sometimes when you read something or you see something or someone has said something to you and you take it personally and it hurts you, naturally, if you are someone like myself who gets defensive, you will want to automatically fight back to every single inflammatory comment that is thrown your way. Don't do that. You're just giving them what they want. Don't do that. Sometimes you need to. Sometimes you absolutely need to be assertive and stick up for yourself. But sometimes it's not going to make you feel any better. You also need to realize that if someone makes a character attack at you that you know is not true, remind yourself that not everyone will like you and that's okay. It's also good to remind yourself that they have no idea what they're talking about, that you can't change the version of you that they have in their own head, that they probably have their own stuff going on, and that the only people that matter in your life are your loved ones. And again, like when I think about trolls on the internet in general, imagine being that sad. Imagine having a life so boring that you try to create drama and try to have beef with people on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, get a life, bro. That's just what I tell myself now when trolls try to do their thing with me. I just think, oh, God, yikes. <laughs> that sucks for you. <laughs> Living with a growth mindset, really important, not a fixed mindset. And I have an episode on this that goes into more detail about the difference. I'll link that in the description. But if you can create this mindset shift, and I think ultimately that's probably what I did, then the way that you receive and respond to criticism, whether it's true or not, will be so much more controlled and empowering and clear. You will hardly ever take anything personally and be offended by it if you have a growth mindset. And you don't want to make assumptions about whether there is a message behind something that someone has said to you. I honestly find it easier to take people at face value because it's actually not my job and not my responsibility to do the mental gymnastics of asking myself whether there was a hidden message behind someone's comment or jumping to conclusions and coming up with a whole narrative behind what someone really meant. It's exhausting to carry on that way and it's actually just feeding your insecurities more. If you really need clarification, ask someone for it directly. Don't just sit in the corner and make up stories about it in your head because yeah look we've all been there it's exhausting it's not with your energy it's not with your time and if someone doesn't want to be direct about how they're really feeling that's on them they need to take responsibility for their poor communication skills and lastly if someone gives you criticism constructive criticism or destructive criticisms positive or negative Ask yourself whether there is some truth to it. If there is even a tiny bit of you that thinks, you know what? Yeah, that's fair. I do need to work on that thing. (laughs) Then work on it. But I must say this point is definitely dependent on your level of self-esteem and confidence and security because while there is constructive criticism that is given with kindness and with the best intentions, there are also people who purposely give destructive or negative criticism with bad intentions. And if you aren't strong enough to reason your way through that, to say, actually, I know this person doesn't have the best intentions, I'm going to take what they're saying with a grain of salt. Like if you aren't self-assured enough to talk your way through that, then you could fall into that hole. Like me with my uni exams, then it just becomes a reminder to you that you aren't good enough because your self-esteem is taking a little bit of a hit at the moment and you need to work on building that up first. So again, I really encourage you to work on getting to know yourself and 
shifting to that growth mindset. I wish it was just like a switch that you could just turn on and off. It's not. (laughs) You kind of have to get a little bit deep and spend a lot of time in your head thinking about things, but it does make the world of difference. So after all of that, let me just leave you with some parting words. If someone says something to you or about you that is unkind or hurtful and not true, it says a whole lot more about them than it does about you. Again, like imagine having such a sad little life that you attack someone's character even though you don't even know them. I can't even imagine how bored and depressed I would have to be to reach that level, right? It's almost flattery that someone thinks about you and gives you that much rent-free space in their head. Like, honestly, it's a privilege to be in my head, as it should be a privilege to be in anyone's head. So if people are giving away that real estate for free to people that they don't like, that's an owl move. (laughs) And if someone suggests that there is room for improvement, consider whether there is some truth to that and consider the intentions behind the feedback. If feedback has been given with good intentions, accept it. If it's been given to help you improve, be grateful for the opportunity. I know a lot of this is easier said than done, but I promise, I promise your relationships will be so much more fulfilling and will feel so much more authentic when you just stop taking things personally. And it's not something that you can just switch off forever and always all the time because no one's perfect, but just learning to not be offended by lots of things that actually say a whole lot more about someone else than it does about you and having the confidence to just be like, okay, You sound like an idiot. Keep calling me stupid. Keep calling me a bitch. What are you up to? You know what I mean? If you just let things wash over you, you will start enjoying life a whole lot more. Anyways, that is all I've got for you today. So on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself and I will check to you next week.